Now the Shloa Kodesh says that with this Ramban we can explain this whole rivalry between Yosef and Yehuda. Not Yosef, Yosef and the other Shvatim. We know that the Shvatim sold Yosef as a slave. So on the surface it seems that the Shvatim and Yosef had some personal rivalries and jealousies. But as Chazal tells us that the Shvatim were Shivtei they were all holy tzaddikim, and it's in, inconceivable that they would just be acting on a on a level that is so base uh, to the point where they would sell their own brothers because of their own jealousies of his predictions and his dreams. It, it doesn't befit them. It's out of character for the Shvatim. So Chazal in the Sfar, the Sfarim written about it, the Mishnah Lamelah wrote a Sefer Parashas Drachim, where he at great lengths devotes a big part of his Sefer to explaining the, the debate of Yosef and his brothers. What led them to sell him as a slave? And at first they wanted to kill him. It was an ideological difference that the brothers were involved with. They were involved in, a, in an ideological uh, controversy about halacha. The brothers believed that because it was destined for Yehuda to be the king of all the brothers, that from Shevet Yehuda will come the kings of Israel. So Yosef's dreams, which predicted that he'll be the leader and everybody will bow down to him, including Yehuda, is in violation of this divine predetermination. And that's why they felt that he's a Meirid B'Malchus. The deen is a Meirid B'Malchus, has to be killed. They, they, they judged him based on Torah law. They felt that he was um, interf- interfering with a divine destiny here. Yehuda was supposed to be king, and David Amela was supposed to come from Yehuda, and Mashiach, the whole future of Mashiach was at stake here. And they felt that the elimination of Yosef would ensure that the divine destiny of Yehuda's leadership will be ensured. They didn't understand that Yosef was predicting something that was only temporary. While they were in Mitzrayim, Yosef was the king. He provided them with all their needs. And it was Yehuda that bowed down to Yosef in Mitzrayim. Yes, eventually, it was Yehuda that was going to rise on top of Yosef. But that was later on. And in the beginning, the dreams of Yosef predicted the more immediate future, which is the time when they were in Mitzrayim. And this was the debate between Yosef and the brothers. It was an ideological debate. And in the end, um, they were both right. Now, interestingly enough, with that, the Oshloa Kodesh explains why the Moshe Rabbeinu blessed uh, Shimon. It says, Shimon, uh, Yaakov Avinu reprimanded him here in this week's parasha because he had a hand in the sale of Yosef. He was the one who suggested it. He was the, the instigator. So Yaakov Avinu, you know, singled him out especially, made him guilty more than the other brothers regarding the sale of Yosef. And Yosef, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu also refused to bless Shimon when he blessed, before his passing, he blessed all the Shvatim. He included Shimon's blessing, he alluded to it in the blessing of Yehuda. It's a Shema Hashem Kol Yehuda, listen Hashem to the voice of Yehuda. The word Shema is a hint for Shimon. So he also alluded uh, um, a blessing for Shimon within the context of the blessing of Yehuda. And the reason was because Yaakov Avinu didn't bless Shimon because of his guilt 
regarding the sale of Yosef. But the question is, that why would he choose Dafka Yehuda to hint a blessing for Shimon? The answer is, he wanted to defend Shimon. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to point out the reason Shimon was so um, involved in the sale of Yosef was not for self-serving reasons, for jealousies and so on. Shimon was so vehement about defending the position of Yehuda. He was trying to protect Yehuda's future as a king and as a leader of the Jewish people. And that's why he alluded the bracha for him, dafka within the bracha of Yehuda, because to show that Shimon did his actions in deference to Yehuda.